number 80 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. And when you host a show like this about the New York Rangers, there are certain episodes that you just cannot wait to record. And that is indeed the case right now. I'm recording this episode approximately five minutes after Zach Parise's shot in the shootout rang off the crossbar and stayed out of the net to seal the Rangers 4-3 4-3 victory in Minnesota. Just an outstanding win for the Rangers here tonight. They were down 3-1 relatively late in the third period. They come back. They force overtime. A tense overtime period. Both teams had chances to win it. Really good chances to win it, in fact. And the Rangers indeed claimed the victory in the shootout. Somehow, that was the Rangers' first shootout victory of the season. It was only their third shootout overall. And if you listened to Wednesday's episode, you know how highly I thought of the Rangers' performance against the Winnipeg Jets in their most recent game before tonight. They claimed a 4-1 victory in that game in Winnipeg on the road against a team that had been hot, and that was one of their best victories of the season. I still stand by that. Still think it was one of their most complete wins. They had a 4-1 win in that one. Tonight was even better because this team was down 3-1. It's one thing to dominate a game and just kind of assert your will and just do what the Rangers did on Wednesday. Look, the Rangers were firing on all cylinders on Wednesday night, and they pretty much cruised to a win. Excellent performance. Take nothing away from what they did in Winnipeg in their second most recent game. But this was even better because they really had to battle. They really... It was a little bit like the Kings game in that the Rangers were going up against a team that plays a defensive style of hockey. The Wild really just try to turn the game into a slog, and you know they almost have like a modern-day trap thing going on where they're just kind of lining up players in the neutral zone, and if the trap ever comes back, we should all just boycott hockey, but that's beside the point. Bottom line, Rangers down 3-1 to one in the third period, scoring opportunities really tough to come by other than the second period. The second period, I thought the Rangers created a decent amount of scoring chances. They just weren't rewarded for it. And then in the third period, you know, it, it kind of had the feel that, and you know, I'm usually optimistic when I'm watching these games, but I will be honest, watching this game, it did not feel like it was going to be the Rangers' night, but they proved me wrong and they came storming back a couple of goals late in this third period here. And the other thing that makes this so impressive is that the Wild were 4-1 and one in their last five games coming into this game tonight. Kind of similar to what the Rangers ran into against the Jets because the Jets, before playing the Rangers, were 4-0-1 in their last five games. So these two most recent games for the Rangers, you're going up against opponents who are combined 8-1-1 in their last 10 games. Both games are on the road, and the Rangers just find a way to get it done. Again, they, they pretty much dominated against the Jets, especially the way they started that third period there. That's when they really, you know, just kind of put their pedal to the metal and just said, hey, this is our night. We're going to wrap things up right now. Tonight was completely different, though. They had to battle back from behind, like we said, and, you know, just overcome some adversity and score the victory here. So going to kind of just go period by period here, kind of do what we do. I'm going to do my best not to go on and on because so much happened in this game. But with that, let's just jump right into it here. First of all, Alex Georgiev got the start in net. Igor Shosturkin was, of course, involved in that collision in the most recent game, and he stayed in the game. Well, he came out of the game, but he went back in later. But apparently, you know, his ankle's a little sore. They want to exercise caution here, and great to see Georgiev back out there and coming through big for the Rangers here tonight. He stopped 23 of 26 shots, but this is a classic case of quality over quantity because, yes, he was not as busy as, you know, obviously Shosturkin was against the Jets, but Georgiev was clutching this game. He made some big-time stops in the third period to give the Rangers a chance to come 
back, and he came up money in overtime. There were a couple of chances where it looked like it might have been game over uh, both ways, really, but, you know, the Wild had some chances in overtime, and that would have been a total gut punch to lose this game in overtime after coming back. And, yeah, you know, you do get the one point, but, man, you come back. You come storming back in a game like this in the third period. You want the win. You want two points. And Georgiev, huge part of making sure that that's exactly what happened here. No real noteworthy changes for the Rangers in this one, other than Brendan Smith tagging in for Mark Stahl. Smith played alongside Tony D'Angelo on the third defense pairing. Mark Stahl apparently dealing with the flu. And I was also just interested to see this, to see Brendan Smith back at his uh, natural position of defenseman. I still think he's a guy who could be on the move for the Rangers. He's somebody that the Rangers should look to deal. You have to keep expectations in check as far as what the Rangers would get in a return. But I think teams looking at Brendan Smith would probably probably want to put him back at defenseman, his natural position. I don't think Brendan Smith has a ton of value going to a team as a fourth-line winger. I, I just don't see it. So maybe a blessing in disguise. You know, that Stahl was feeling a little bit under the weather, and you got to put Brendan Smith back out there at defense and maybe let teams who are interested in him kind of get another look at him on the blue line. And overall, you know, I, I thought he played pretty well tonight. Didn't really stand out too much one way or the other. But hey, if you don't stand out as a defenseman, that's not always the worst thing. And I thought Brendan Smith, you know, was fairly solid tonight. And of course, the Rangers going up against Matt Zuccarello. I mean, he was just the man when he was on the Rangers. What else can you say, really? I mean, you would have to look for a long time before you find a Ranger fan who had anything bad to say about Matt Zuccarello. Just a universally beloved player while he was with the Rangers. He was obviously traded to the Dallas Stars at last year's trade deadline, and he's since signed a five-year, $30 million contract with the Wild. I know a lot of us Ranger fans were kind of holding out hope that maybe he would re-sign with the Rangers. It wasn't quite meant to be, but all the best to Matt Zuccarello. I just, you know, anytime the Rangers play the Wild, I just always kind of hold my breath and just kind of hope that they can hold him in check, which is exactly what they did tonight. Uh, You know, he looked good. He had some chances. I don't know why in the world Bruce Boudreaux did not put him into the shootout because that's something that he is outstanding at. But hey, it's Bruce Boudreaux, so what do you expect? You know, he doesn't give Zuccarello a chance to Score in the shootout against his former team, even though Zuccarello is absolutely fantastic in shootouts. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Rangers is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Ranger fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Ranger fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked-on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the action here. I thought the Wild had the upper hand early in this game. You know, it's a team that is desperate. They're on the outside of the playoff picture looking in, but they have been hot lately. They, again, 4-1 and one in their last five games coming into this contest, and Georgiev forced to make a couple of early strong saves. He robbed Galchenyuk in one instance. 
And then the Rangers get a chance when Chris Kreider knocks the puck away from Alex Stalock behind the wild net. So the net is kind of empty, and Zibanejad shoots, but he can't quite get it through traffic. In fact, it hit Buchnevich in the shoulder, so nice to see Buchnevich go to the net. Unfortunately, just kind of a bad break here. He gets sniped, and the puck stays out of the net, so it's still scoreless at that point. And then Ryan Donato back the other way. He goes in. He unleashes a backhand and beats Georgiev. The shot might have slightly deflected off of Brady Shea, and in fact, all three wild goals, I think, deflected off of somebody. One time it was actually on purpose, actually off of a Minnesota Wild player. But the first two goals, I think, both caught a piece of Ranger players. So it's just a bad break. It is what it is. And again, don't let Georgiev's stat line fool you. I mean, you hear three goals and it's like, eh, okay, you know, three goals, it's nothing spectacular. And, you know, you see that he only made, what was it, like 22 saves here? 23 saves. 23 saves for Georgiev. But again, it was quality over quantity tonight. He was fantastic for the Rangers. And then the Rangers get one back a little bit later in the first period. Strom does not have a lot of room to work with here, but he's moving along the blue line, and he passes to his right to Tony D'Angelo. D'Angelo goes up the right wing a little bit, makes a cross-ice pass to Artemi Panarin, and Panarin, he just does what he does. He rips a shot from the left face-off circle, and he scores short side, ties the game at one. And I felt like the Rangers really needed this. You know, it wasn't a terrible first period by any means, but again, you know, the Wild, they just kind of pull you down into the mud with them, and for a while, it kind of looked like the Rangers kind of skating in quicksand, if you will. You know, they just didn't have any real jump in their game. I thought this got them going a little bit here. But the Wild, unfortunately, they do score later in this first period to take a 2-1 to one lead. They get the puck into the Rangers zone. They do a nice job, you know, just kind of playing keep away. They win a puck battle along the boards. And I hate to say this, but this is one of those where I think the Rangers maybe got outworked just a little bit here. And eventually the puck comes loose to Broden and he winds up and just tattoos a slap shot scores his second goal of the season and it might have deflected off of Hedl but either way two to one wild late in the first period here so tough to give up a goal you know so late in the period but it is what it is the Rangers head into the dressing room down two to one and I should also mention here that Georgiev again came up clutch near the end of this first period here you certainly don't want to let the wild get two late goals in the first period otherwise this might have been a totally different story altogether but Georgiev bailed out the Rangers with a couple of tough saves in the final seconds, final minutes of the first period here. The Rangers were really back on their heels after the Wild scored to make it 2-1, but Georgiev hangs in there and makes sure it's still just 2-1 heading into the first intermission. So we jump to the second period, and uh, Brendan Smith, you know, we, we talked about him. He's back at defense, and he took a couple of slap shots in the first minute, minute and a half of the second period here. They were both stopped by Staylock, but not hesitating to let it rip, and you know, you never know how this is going to go. I mean, obviously, defense is Brendan Smith's natural position. It's where, obviously, he has spent most of his time in the NHL, but he's barely been playing there at all this season for the Rangers. And overall, you know, I, I thought, again, that he played fairly well, you know, making his return to the lineup and making his return to his old position. And then Zuccarello, long passes Zuccarello here. He passes to his left, and his guy just missed it. Zuccarello got another chance not long after this. He went in slow up the right wing, snapped a quick shot, but Georgiev turned it aside, so keeping Zuccarello off the scoreboard there. And this is where the Rangers started to kind of pick up the pace a little bit. They got a chance when Buchnevich sprang Zibanejad into the attacking zone. Zibanejad rips a shot from the right circle, but Stalock makes the save. When Stalock made the save, however, he kind of lost his footing. The rebound goes to Kreider, and unfortunately, the Wild defenseman made a really nice play. I didn't catch who it was, but the Wild defenseman blocked Kreider's shot. Otherwise, that would have been a goal. Rangers would have tied it right there. And then right after that, the Wild score a goal to seemingly make the score 3-1, but the goal is overturned due to goalie interference. It was pretty cut and dry here. It looked like this one was going to get overturned, and indeed it did. 
And then the Rangers get another chance. Buchnevich steals the puck, takes a slap shot, but Stalock makes a, a nice save. Buchnevich really playing well in this game, and I tweeted out after the, or during the second intermission that you know I really thought that the Rangers' top line had played well in this game, and those guys came through down the stretch indeed. We will get to that in just a minute. As for the rest of the second period here, the Wild score on another deflection. They take a 3-1 lead, which is 2:07 left in the second period. This had the potential to be a backbreaker here as Jordan Greenway deflects the puck home to make the score 3-1 with just 2.07 left in the second period. So it just, it sucks if you're a Ranger fan because you're watching this period and you're seeing your team clearly have the better play. I'm not going to say that they were dominating, but they clearly had the better play. They kind of picked up the pace a little bit, started creating some more scoring chances, really worked hard in the second period, and it looks like it's, you know, all for naught because they lose the period. They lose it on this late goal by Greenway, and it's 3-1 to wild going into the break. The Rangers really deserved a better fate there, but hey, that just made it all the better when the Rangers came storming back in the third period and eventually winning it in the shootout. So we go to the third period, and we've talked a little bit about how the Rangers, they are very good at closing games when they enter the third period with a lead. I believe they're now up to 21-2 and after the win against the Jets. And by that same token, however, the Rangers coming into this game had won only one game all season when they t- when they were trailing going into the third period. Uh, Sam Rosen mentioned that on the MSG broadcast. I didn't catch what the actual record was, but hey, they doubled their win totals now when, when trailing going into the third period because they came back and got this one. Rangers get an early chance when Panarin basically just fights his way up the center of the ice. He releases a wrist shot. Stalock reaches down to his left and snags it. And then Donato goes in on a breakaway the other way and just a huge clutch save by Alex Georgiev here because, again, you know, if the Wild score here, it's 4-1 to one in the third period, and that's quite a tall task to accomplish to come back from a three-goal deficit in the third period. It's not impossible, and obviously the Rangers are not going to quit, but a clutch save by Georgiev here, keeping them in it. And then as he was going by the net, Donato basically just took a whack at Georgiev, just kind of whacked him with his stick, and Truba went after him. You love to see that. Truba standing up for his goalie. They kind of just wrestled each other to the ice, did Truba and Donato, and it's matching minors, so it's going to be four on four. And hey, you know, if you're the team that's trailing by two goals in the third period, you'll take a four on four because it opens up the ice a little bit, and especially in a game like this where the Rangers are, you know, just... They're getting some chances, but, you know, they're just not quite able to play the kind of hockey that they want to play. The Wild doing a good job kind of dictating terms to the Rangers. But unfortunately, Rangers not able to score on this four-on-four. D'Angelo had a great chance. He kind of pinched in and found a loose puck, took a quick shot, but Stalock made the save, kept the puck out. Still 3-1 to at that point. And then just a wild play after that. Greenway zips into the Rangers' zone, and Georgiev comes flying out of his crease, basically just dives head first at the puck and knocks it away. So... Kind of a crazy play there by Georgiev, but it worked out. You can't fault him if it works. Rangers get a power play, but they can't convert, and I don't even think they put any shots on net. And then Zibanejad breaks his stick trying to take a shot, and Dumba has the puck, and Zibanejad stands him up in the neutral zone. Dumba, like, throws a jab at Zibanejad, and for some reason Zibanejad is called for the penalty. And yes, this would have been interference against Zibanejad if Dumba didn't have the puck, but he did have the puck, and he... Zibanejad just shoved him. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to play defense. You know, just because you don't have your stick doesn't mean you can't push somebody. So I don't know why the ref penalized Zibanejad there, but it is what it is. The Wild go on the power play, and the Rangers kill it off. And then the Rangers kind of just score out of nowhere here. It's one of those follow-the-bouncing puck type of goals. Kreider moved the puck in deep to Buchnevich. Buchnevich receives the pass with his back toward the goal, and he spins to his left and looks to pass. Looks like across the crease to Tony D'Angelo. 
but the puck hits off of a wild defenseman. Stalock makes the save. It bounces off another wild defenseman and goes into the net. And hey, you'll take it. You know, Buchnevich for a good portion of the season was kind of snake bit. So nice to see him starting to catch a few breaks. He had kind of a fluky goal the other night as well. So nice to see Buchnevich rewarded. You know, he's been playing hard lately. And I thought he really played well in this game, as did the Rangers' entire top line. And yeah, I mean, if Buchnevich had completed the pass, I think D'Angelo probably would have scored. D'Angelo was right there. Nobody was really on him. And so, but hey, we'll take it anyway. We can get it. It's three to two and about eight minutes and a little bit of change left in the third period at this point. And they said this goal was unassisted on NHL.com. And I think Kreider probably should have gotten an assist here because he moved the puck to Buchnevich initially. Now, Buchnevich, when he looked to pass, it did bounce off of a couple of wild defenders. So maybe that kind of cancels out the assist. But I don't know. I, I would have tossed Kreider an assist there. Why not? But anyway, we move forward in the third period. And unfortunately, Brady Shea takes a penalty, you know, 15 seconds after the Rangers score the goal. But the Rangers come up with an outstanding penalty kill here. Uh, Strom gets an early clear. Foss and Howden go in on the forecheck. They apply some pressure in the wild zone while shorthanded. The wild bring it back in, but Foss clears it down the ice again. Uh, Foss gets another clear, and that's pretty much it. Brett Howden with one final clear. This was just a heck of a penalty kill, and I really wanted to kind of just give some love to the penalty kill unit because, again, this unit has played so much better recently than it did early in the season, and I just wanted to keep track of everything that happened here. Just a fantastic penalty kill. Gave the Rangers a little bit of momentum going forward, and then... Jacob Truba with a big hit in the offensive zone, and Felino goes crazy, and he's attacking Truba, and, you know, D'Angelo goes after Felino, and then, you know, Felino wants to go after D'Angelo. It was kind of crazy, but it was a good clean hit by Truba. Good to see Truba throwing his weight around a little bit for the Rangers there. And then the Rangers pull Alex Georgiev with about 155 remaining. There's a play stoppage with 149 to play, and the Rangers call a timeout. They go with Strom, Zibanejad, Buchnevich, Kreider, Fox, and Panarin. Fox takes a shot on net, and the rebound is there. Kreider's positioned in front of the net, but he can't quite get to it. Stalock gets on top of it. We get a play stoppage with about 130 to play. Puck drops again. The Wild get a clear. Panarin's got the puck in the neutral zone. He shoots it in deep. Fox passes to Panarin. Panarin's got the puck along the boards. Panarin centers for Zibanejad. Zibanejad from the slot deflects the puck past Stalock. Just a beautiful goal here, and we are tied with 106 to play in regulation. I think Georgiev with another save down the stretch here, a really impressive save with about 12 seconds remaining. So the game goes to overtime, and you know, when you're taking notes for three-on-three overtime, it is really hard to keep up with all the action, so I'm going to do my best here, but the Rangers start with a line of Zibanejad, Kreider, and D'Angelo. Zibanejad is sprung into the wild zone on a long lead pass. I believe it was from Chris Kreider, and Mika just misses ending this game early, puts it just wide of the net, and then it goes back the other way, and Broden puts a shot off the crossbar and into the netting. So we're 30 seconds into overtime, and both teams have missed the game winner by a combined, what, four, five, six inches, something like that. Rangers get another chance. Pavel Buchnevich goes hard to the net, takes a shot. Stalock makes the save, but the rebound is there, and Hedl tries to bury it. But Stalock comes up big with another save there and holds for a stoppage. And then Fiala with a hard drive to the net. Fiala was all over the place in this overtime period. Really got a couple of chances for the Wild. But Georgiev makes a tough save. No rebound. And then Strom wins the ensuing faceoff. Rangers get control of the puck. And Ryan Strom leaves a drop pass for Artemi Panarin. Panarin goes behind the net. And I think he went for the lacrosse play here. You know, we've seen this a couple of times in the NHL this season where players will actually pick up the puck with the blade of their stick and just reach around in front of the net and just tuck the puck home. He went for it here. Couldn't quite pull it off. But hey, A for effort here. A for creativity as well. And then Truba, you know, Galchenyuk brings the puck into the Rangers zone and Truba rides him into the boards. 
And then this was maybe the best scoring opportunity of the overtime period. Zabanajad passes to Truba, and Truba is all alone in the right face-off circle. He's moving in with momentum. He lets it fly, but you got to tip your cap to Alex Stalock. He extends fully upward, makes an outstanding glove save, absolutely robs Truba with 45 seconds to play in the overtime here. And then Fiala back the other way. We talked about him. He got another couple of chances. He got an excellent chance with 11 seconds to go, and Georgiev comes up with another clutch stop, and we are going to a shootout. Now, this is only the third shootout of the season for the Rangers, which is hard to believe in and of itself, and they are 0-2 in the shootout, so they're due for a win here. I'm feeling good coming into this, especially with the way that the Rangers have played in the third period and in the overtime period as well. So Zibanejad goes first. He fakes a forehand shot, pulls the puck to his backhand, and goes top shelf. Really no chance for Alex Stalock on that one. So Zibanejad converts, and then Donato goes in for the wild, but he loses control of the puck and basically just falls into Georgiev. So after the first round, the Rangers score. The wild do not. And then Panarin... He's 13 for 22 in his career coming in, which is outstanding. And this was just insane what he did here. I mean, I can't even do it justice. I don't even know how to describe it. He went in kind of up the left wing a little bit. He went in slow. He just stick handles a bunch of times in front of the net. He waits, he waits, he puts the puck into the net. And you know what? If you didn't get a chance to see this game and you haven't seen this shutout goal, then go ahead and pause the podcast right now. Jump on YouTube or something. Go watch this goal. It was that good. Absolutely worth your time to go check it out. Fantastic goal by Panarin, and just like that, the Rangers are one stop away from winning this game, and then Zach Parise goes in for the Wild. He rings his shot off the crossbar. The puck stays out. Little bit of a delayed reaction from the Ranger bench, I think because everybody kind of wanted to make sure that the puck indeed did not go into the net, but that was the case, and the Rangers get the 4-3 win. Like we said, just an outstanding team win here tonight. They really had to battle through some adversity, and was it the best win of the season? It might have been. It's got to be like top five, top three-ish at at the very least. And again, you know, we've talked about this eight-game stretch that the Rangers were going to have coming out of the All-Star break, and We've talked about how important it was to do well over this eight-game stretch because if you're the Rangers and you're going to get back into this playoff picture, then you've got to take advantage of a soft portion of the schedule. And like we said, coming into the eight-game stretch, only one of the Rangers' opponents were in position to make the playoffs. And so the Rangers took care of business over this eight-game stretch. They go 6-2, 12 points out of a possible 16. you got to take that. you got to like that. And the Rangers are kind of in the middle of another stretch here where they're on the road for three straight games. They've won the first two games of this road trip. They are back in action on Friday night at Columbus against the Blue Jackets, against another team fighting for their playoff lives. Because yes, if the season ended right now, the Blue Jackets would be in. They would be one of the two wild cards, but they don't have a ton of breathing room either, and they have to keep winning if they want to be a playoff team. And it's another great test for the Rangers. All these games are huge, man. You know, you're, you're chasing a playoff spot. You got to keep it rolling. Rangers, like we said, 6-2 and two coming out of the break. Now let's see what they can do for an encore after, again, what was just an outstanding win tonight. It cannot be understated. Just a great job by this team coming through with a clutch victory in Minnesota. Would have been easy to just shrug your shoulders and say it wasn't our night, but not this team. They fight every single night that they're out there, and again, just just a great job, great win for the Rangers. Unfortunately, I do work late on Friday, so I'm not going to be able to watch this game live tomorrow night, but uh, I will obviously keep an eye on it, 
And I don't plan on doing any weekend episodes this time around, but we'll see. You know, maybe if the Rangers post another uh, great win in Columbus tomorrow night, then I'll feel compelled to record another episode on Saturday. We'll play it by ear. I'll keep you guys posted. And uh, once again, if you guys want to get in touch with the podcast, definitely send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And reach out to me on Twitter. Give us a follow there at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And don't be shy. I love talking some Ranger hockey. Definitely reach out and get in touch. And that's going to pretty much do it for tonight. Everyone just savor this win. Again, one of the best victories of the season for this team. So enjoy it. And let's get another two points Friday night in Columbus. So thanks again for tuning in. I will see you guys next time.